Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to Luann's Land Podcast. Now, here's your host, award-winning country music artist, Luann Hunt. At 14, blues rock guitarist Toby Lee has already built a lifetime of musical memories, and judging by his success, there's much more to come. Toby rose to fame on YouTube four years ago after he posted a video of himself playing a get well message to B.B. King, who was ill at the time. The video took off like wildfire and also attracted the attention of the Ellen DeGeneres show. Once Toby appeared on Ellen, that was all she wrote. He is now on his way to becoming one of the most well-known and sought-after blues rock guitarists in the business, and is even preparing to work on a project with the legendary Peter Frampton. Toby was gracious enough to come on my show and talk about how he got started playing the blues, what he thinks about his rise to fame, and what's in store for his future, which obviously looks very bright. Hello, Toby. How are you today? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? Good. Well, it's such a pleasure to talk to you, and I guess I wanted to start out by just sort of going back to how it all began for you and what made you want to even play music in the first place. I'm not sure. I guess it was something that kind of just clicked with me because, I mean, everyone kind of, whether it's video games or something, something will trigger it to start with. Um, I mean, personally, I don't play them, but that's just my personal opinion. But I kind of um, started playing music just by listening and just thinking how cool that is. And then it kind of progressed. So I thought, why don't I start playing guitar? So I started playing guitar and um, I guess it's just got better from there. And I'm now completely obsessed. I love it. So you taught yourself how to play the guitar? Yes. Yeah, I, 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 I went to see... Um, a guy called Audi kind of every Sunday for a bit of a jam session. It wasn't so much a, like a sit down lesson. It was just to have the freedom to be able to jam with someone else um, instead of to a backing track all the time, which was, which was really nice. But other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm self-taught. So what did you do? Did you just go out and buy a book with some chords in or do you looked it up online or how did you figure out how to get going? I actually didn't do either of those. I just kind of kept listening to music and, put like notes together out of doing it and kind of it, it worked with the um, music so it just progressed from there. I guess that's why they say stuff is a gift right because how could anyone just pick something up and play without even knowing any chords I mean that's really amazing. Thank you. Yeah it's kind of breathtaking to think about that some people just are blessed like that they just hear it in their head and they can play it <laughs> it's amazing yeah yeah I'm, I'm i'm very lucky for that i'm i i definitely love it i've definitely been chosen to do something i love which is good now what kind of music did you start working with was it jazz or was it pop or any other genre to start with to start with it was kind of blues 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 rock kind of thing um and now i'll kind of i'll play anything i mean my favorite 
thing to do is play the blues. I love the blues, but I, I will play anything. I, I enjoy and appreciate every other type of music, but blues is kind of my main, blues rock is my main focus. Now, blues rock, and especially the blues, I think it's a little bit difficult to play in relationship to, say, pop music or something. It seems like it's more intricate and sophisticated. Do you think that's true? Like all pop music these days, um, this isn't a disrespect or anything, but it's kind of all about the performance and the, the, the front kind of person leading that band or that, like, that single person and their backing band behind them. Um, and it's more about the singing and all of that kind of stuff. It's not really focused on the, the band in the background. So that's why they keep the, chord, the chords to a, a minimum. But I guess with the blues, it's, it's a, a bit of both. I mean, you don't really hear pop, so, uh, pop songs these days with um, guitar solos or a, a drum solo or something in it. But the blues, I guess, yeah, is more sophisticated in that way because there's more notes and different chords. And um, you, there, there's a video I saw on YouTube of, um, I think it was Ed Sheeran playing... Um, most pop songs and he only used four chords um and it's it was quite amazing to see really because it's quite cool to see how far those chords can go but when you compare it to say blues rock or, or something like that um especially jazz that's got there's some amazing different chords and chord changes and all sorts of different things with with jazz and blues which which i really like about it because i feel like if it's only a few chords played over and over again I feel like I'd get a bit bored playing it because it's just the same repetitive thing over and over again. But with the blues, I guess I could just play and play and play. And there, there can be differences. It doesn't all have to be the same. Yeah, and I would imagine because it is more sophisticated and there are more notes and things, you must spend a lot of time practicing. I mean, to be completely honest, I, do, I don't really practice that much. I kind of... I, I, I play guitar when I feel like playing guitar, like when I've been inspired by something, say now I'm in the garden and I can, I can see fields around us and the sun shining. You can kind of picture something from that and play, play from it. Um, but say I've just come back from school and I've got homework to do and that kind of thing that maybe sometimes I only feel like playing guitar for five minutes, but there's some nights where I'll pick up the guitar and I won't stop playing all night. I, I won't even feel like having dinner sometimes because I just I'm so engrossed in the in the music. But there's sometimes where I just don't really feel like playing guitar at all. But but most of the time I'll I'm pretty happy to be able to play guitar. But um, sometimes I just don't really feel like it. That's pretty honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But it sounds like it's like an extension of yourself, you know, it's so much a part. It of is, it is. It's definitely another way to express things too. Now, do you just play covers or do you write your own stuff too? I mean, to be honest, uh, uh, when, because I'm only 14, it's quite hard to find things to write about, but because most of music is based in love and all that kind of thing. Um, but obviously I don't really have those problems just yet. I, I haven't had a wife left me, so, you know, <laughs> there's not much to write about there, but, um, I, I'll try and write my own kind of chord progressions. And if I can get some lyrics in there, sometimes it will be about outside or cars or, or friends or something like that. Not, not just girlfriends and all that kind of stuff, because 
that's just not not <laughs> interfering with my life at the moment. Right, right. That's totally understandable. There's nothing I dislike more than seeing some little kid, you know, singing some adult love song or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Now, you got discovered by Ellen, is that true? Yes. So tell me about how that all happened. It was all quite quick because I, I got approached um, twice for it um, and nothing came about it because obviously all the different seasons, they have quite a lot of kids on the show. So it was obviously a bit tight to get me in. So I, I actually got in on the third time, which was, it was really, really, really cool because they kind of rang up and said, would you be interested? And then next minute I know we were flown out to do it and it was it was just so much fun and I had a great time. So she saw you on YouTube though initially right? Yes yeah. That's pretty cool because there's millions of videos on YouTube with people doing all kinds of stuff so to find you is is pretty amazing. You must have had a lot of views on your videos. I mean I, I was quite quite astonished really with the amount of people who were so supportive of it all because at the end of the day when when that video that I posted for BB King um the get well soon video that got shared by Joe Bonamassa and all these people who were literally my heroes um had seen this video and commented on it or or liked it or watched it and I was just kind of amazed because I was just this little kid who absolutely loved playing guitar and didn't really think anything of it I just played at home at school and kind of whenever I could um, and then the next minute I know, I think, why don't I record it and do it on, on a routine basis? And that was um, every Sunday. That's where the Sunday jams have come from. And um, I guess it's it's kind of gone um, amazingly. And I've got to meet so many people out of it. And I've been doing it for nearly four years now. So it's become a routine and a, a, an extension to our weekend. It sounds like it's just destiny for you. Yeah. I always say that whatever you're meant to do in life will chase you. Exactly, because it, it, it will find you. It's, it's not something that you need to find because you'll, you'll know when you're good at something. Well, and you'll see a lot of miracles and magic around it too. Yeah, exactly. But outside of all the attention and everything that you've been doing with your music, it sounds like you're just kind of a normal young man. I mean, you, you yeah. ride your bike, you go to school. Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a bit of a, uh, an odd. Well, I wouldn't say odd. I'm, I'm different to the rest of people in the fact that all, all of my friends at school have, well, most, most of my friends have gone home and they're straight on their video games consoles or what, whatever they, they do at home on their computers. I'm sorry, my dog's barking. He wants me to throw the ball. <laughs> um, and um, it, it's kind of like they'll go back and play their. Um, video games because that's what makes them happy but I'm, I'm outside um, being interviewed on my bike and playing with the dogs so it's a bit of a different lifestyle for me because I, I love being outside I, I love cars I love guitars um, and I just love being outside and I, I guess that's a, a bit of a different thing to the rest of um, my friends but I mean we've all got us things that are different about us um and i guess that's that before your friends at school found out that you were sort of a star were you less popular i mean did it help you sort of get more people who wanted to be your friend and everything 
I mean, to be honest, I, I don't, I'm not really the kind of person who wants loads and loads of friends. And I just want friends that actually care for me instead of having loads of friends who just want to say that they're your friend. Because otherwise they just, they won't care about you. And they're just kind of there to say that they're your friend. And I don't like that. I just, I have probably, I could say I've got about 15 maybe proper friends that I, I know inside out. and um, they're the people who I know I will grow up with and um, that I know they really care for me and I care for them. So, Well, that's very wise and so true. I totally agree. I'm the same way. I have a small group of friends who I trust and love dearly and I don't need to keep adding people, you know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because otherwise the list will go on. The, the amount of people you meet, like even if you're just walking down the street, they, they could say, oh, can I be your friend? And that means nothing. But to be your your absolute proper friend or best friend or soulmate or whatever you want to call them, that that's a different thing than just a friend because a friend is just there, but the, the rest of them are kind of there if you need them. Right. Exactly. Now, speaking of friends, I heard that Peter Frampton is quickly becoming your friend and you're working with him. Yes, um, he's, he's absolutely amazing. Um, and I can't, I can't wait to see him soon. So that'll be cool. I had him on the podcast. Oh, it probably was like six months ago or so. And he was just, Oh, cool. He was awesome. He was, he was so, he's so cool. Cause he's got so many stories to tell. And the one about his guitar that got, got lost and he's finally got it back. I just think how cool is that? I mean, <laughs> just to spend all that time without your, your favorite guitar and then to get it back so many years later, and to carry on that, that legacy of that guitar. I think that's so cool. Yeah, he, he's such a nice person, and it was just such an honor to have him on the show. So what exactly yeah. are you guys working on together? Um, well, at the, at the moment, um, I'm not sure whether I can kind of talk much about it at the moment, okay. but we've, we've got some upcoming projects. That, that's what I can say. Oh, okay. Okay. And how did he find out about you? Was it through the YouTube thing too, or? Um, well, at the NAM show, they had the, uh, the Gibson, uh, the NAM jam, the Gibson NAM jam. And, um, he was one of the performers there and we kind of had a chat before and after the show. And, um, I guess it's just escalated from there. That is so cool. So now you're coming to the States to do some performances. Yes. Tell me about that. I'm flying out to do the uh, Garden Jam in Indian Wells, uh, which will be absolutely awesome. And I'll be having a look around the Gibson factory in Nashville after I've um, uh, performed at the, the Garden Jam. And then from there, I'm going to go and see um, my family in Boston. So what can the audience so expect to hear in your show? Um, I mean, obviously, I'll, 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 there'll be a lot of blues in there. Um, but I, I just kind of hope that they're coming along and, enjoy the show and come away from it thinking that I'm glad he's had a go. Do you enjoy the live performances? Oh, so much, so much. I just, I, I love kind of just seeing people so happy to watch and so enthusiastic about the music because I've met people all around the world just that have so many different stories. I could add up probably hundreds of thousands of different stories that I've been told by many people and I've met so many different um, people around the world which is just so so cool yeah I think that's one of the big perks of fame right <laughs> yeah 
yeah, you meet so many people that um, kind of have so many things to tell you or kind of um, say to watch out for um, just like things, quirks in the um, industry, uh, which is always good because me being just a kid who came home from school and played guitar and then started playing a bit more, um, wouldn't obviously know that much about the the like main industry and all the things and all the paperwork and all of that kind of stuff that you need to know um but i've learned that from all the people whether they speak english or not you can still kind of pick out wh- what they're trying to say out of it which i think is is really good and it's really nice to meet all these new people i think it's really great that you're so young and you're in the genre that you are because there's potential here to have really a significant impact on other young people. I really want to kind of inspire other people to play guitar because, well, guitar is quite a popular instrument, but playing the blues and all of that kind of stuff isn't massively popular compared to um, rock or more popular style of music. And I want to make it back on the charts again. It started off as this music that kind of defined like the world in the 20s and and maybe even earlier in some places and I think it can't just go it it has to live on I think you're absolutely right and I hear a lot of the music that's out there in the mainstream and you know it's pretty lightweight and it just I don't know I <laughs> I was on YouTube a couple weeks ago and you know how the ads pop up before you're going to watch your video Oh, yeah, yeah. So the video popped up for Joe Bonamassa's new song, Redemption. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I hadn't heard it. And I sat there just enraptured in this song. And I, I was like, oh, my God, this should be the bar for making music, not just for playing, but production and melody and just Every, yeah. I mean, he checked all the boxes. I, and I, I put on Facebook, I shared it, and I said, this is the best song I've heard in like 20 or 30 years. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. Yeah, just amazing. And I'm thinking, this is what should be in the mainstream. Yeah, it, I think it should be, though, because it's the, the only kind of um, difference between it and popular music is maybe a bit of gravel in the voice, he- uh, actual drums instead of automated drums and distortion on the guitar there's not much difference and if you take all of if you strip pop music right back there'll be the roots of of blues and rock in there i i bet you that because there's all these automated sounds and drum patterns and even synthesizers and guitars and stuff and it's just it's just a fake band generated by a computer and that's not really keeping music alive that's kind of leaving it and relying on a computer to do it and i i don't believe in that to be completely honest i i believe in making music is going in the studio having ideas just out of the blue playing it recording it and making a living off of it that that's music not not living life through the computer i wholeheartedly agree so before we go i wanted to ask you i know you say you want to be an influence to the generations that are coming up but what other goals do you have um I mean, one day I'd I'd love to play with Joe Bonamassa. That would be absolutely amazing. And I I know I've already said it about inspiring other people, but I guess that would be about it because 
if you don't inspire other people, that's that's when it's gonna stop. That's when it can't carry on because no one else will be doing it. But I think if you inspire the people to do it and say, look, this this is this is an amazing type of music that's been alive for so long, we can't just let it go. I think we the more kind of kids we can get playing it that will grow up to play it, the better because the music will live on longer. Hopefully, people like yourself can set a new trend and the young kids will be like, wow, you know, that's, that's where we want to take this to. Well, that's, the- what I, that's what I'm here for. Yeah, that's great. And are you doing any recording or anything? Um, at the moment, um, I'm, I've got a Kickstarter campaign open uh, for my new album, that, like the first full album, because I've, I've already got an EP out, but this will be the first proper album, and it's called 14. And um, this, it should be really good. We, we, we've got some amazing artists lined up to do it. Um, so it should be, should be pretty cool. Um, and so that, that's the music that should be coming out um, soon. And that's what we're working on. But um, if, if we meet the deadline um, on the uh, Kickstarter campaign, the album can be made. Um, but if not, we'll, we'll have to try and work out a different way. When people go to Kickstarter, they just type in your name to find it. Um, yeah. That if I think if you just type in, even if you just type in Toby, it comes up in blues. Then you press on that, and you'll see a a really hippie looking um, number fourteen, and that's 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 it. Okay. Okay. Well, that'll be great. We're nearly halfway there, so which once um, as of today, we're we're really really close. So it's really cool. Well, it sounds like you're going to get there and then some. What message do you want to leave your fans with to inspire them? So if you play guitar um, or an instrument, keep playing. Don't, don't be bogged down if you can't get a note right. Just find a way to go around it or just if it's a piece of music, go on to a different piece. Um, and if you don't play an instrument, I highly recommend that instead of, um, say, playing computer games, because that's what most of the people at school do. Um, but instead of doing that, play an instrument because you'll, you'll get a lot more out of it than um, these automated computer game things I, that I really don't get. Um, but yeah, I, 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 my message is to people who don't play an instrument, I recommend to. And if you do, keep playing. Good advice from Toby Lee. And thank you again for coming on to the show today. It's been a great pleasure. And I wish you all the best. It sounds like you have an incredibly bright future. Oh, thank you. It's been lovely speaking to you.
Listen to Luann's Land Podcast on Tuesdays from noon to 12.30 p.m. Pacific at luannslandpodcast.com or luannslandpodcast.buzzsprout.com. Follow the show on Facebook at Luann's Land Podcast and on Twitter at Luann's Land. All episodes will be archived for free on-demand streaming.